0: yeah welcome back to a tale of two rivals we have a numbers loving nerd and a trash talking winner who have different views who try to find some kind of consensus to share with you the fan for advice for your fantasy team i am in first place in our dynasty league and your host todd ff Banterman foster Joined by somebody not in first place.
1: Yeah, I'm in fourth place. I'm happy. I'm just making it, make it the playoffs, buddy. Make it to the playoffs. Uh, um, hi, I'm Dave Wright, uh, FF underscore Spaceman on Twitter. Um, I'm in a good mood. It was a solid fantasy football week. Um, yeah. And you, Todd, you sound a little happy that you, after you won a big matchup in our league, to, to regain first place.
0: I, I, I got to be honest with you. I was not happy to not be in first. Um, I took on first place and... Um, i beat him badly kennedy got beat down uh he disrespected my potential birth name as barsam Now it is supposed to be pronounced as barsam but it actually is spelled bar sam and
1: wait, wait a second sorry can, can you back up i actually am not sure if i know this story what, what's going
0: on i was almost named barsam okay i i'm armenian it was uh it was my grandfather's name. I was almost named Barsam. Kennedy loved that, and I don't look Armenian whatsoever, so it's probably a good reason I didn't get that name. I, I didn't
1: know that was an Armenian. I have never heard that name. I didn't. Know. That's yes, some Armenian cool culture.
0: Character. I like some character. Yeah. So you know, uh, you know, that's why you know I had to like lay down the smackdown on him misspelling the name, and uh, now I'm back safely on top and uh, dominating our dynasty week, looking to go back to back.
1: Can I just, Todd, can I just say something? So, you were a little down in the pod last week. I'm not, because you lost your brother, which was a big big deal to you, correct?
0: Oh, I was so mad.
1: Yeah, you were, you were pissed. Um, I was so mad. And now the question is, so I beat your brother this week. Does that, in fact, mean that I beat you too? Because he just beat, is that, like, some kind of, you know, weird? You
0: Dave, know? these are those things that, like, we call reaches. reaches? So, oh, I, yeah. I, okay. So, so when when you win like when you like when you win a championship you don't care about these like little like underhanded wins cuz you're just focused on the ship once you get the belt dude none of that stuff matters but for you it matters right now cuz you haven't had the ship
1: todd i like to stay hungry this is my entire the reason why i like to i don't want to be, become complacent
0: it's it's not about being hungry being complacent <laughs> it's about like you know it's like positive self talk you know what I mean? That, that that That's what this is. You're having some positive self-talk because you really want to believe you're going to get there. You know you're not because I'm not losing this year. But, you know, you really want to talk about... Okay, buddy. Well, well, I think we can talk about some trades that just made me a tad bit stronger this year.
1: Okay. All right. We'll get there.
0: All right. So, um, on the cast today, uh, we decided to kind of bring it back to our week a little bit. Because I think that what we're going to talk about really is something that pretty much anybody goes in by to because you know what it is Dave it's tray season
1: it is tray. it is tra- and Todd, I it is tray, tray season. season i got the the fever last week talking dynasty we've been doing a lot of redraft talk on the pod yep and we talked some dynasty strategy last week and i, I came back in this week i'm like you know i need some more some more dynasty talk so let's do it let's do it Todd
0: yeah i am um, i was just stoked man i mean there i think i made so on what is it october 12th correct i think that was the date yes october 12th we had four trades in the same day that's saturday which is crazy right yep so i made the first trade at 9 46 a.m and then after 5 p.m there was a flutter it was great so um yeah i'm excited but we're gonna like you know spiral back and look at some other trades and uh Dave, you want to kick us off? What, what trade should we start talking yeah, about first? Yeah, I
1: guess we're going to go back a little bit. This was made at the end of September. Um, this was right out. you know, Baker Mayfield was um, was kind of was struggling, and Allen Robinson actually was had a, a back-to-back. Um, he had not caught very many touchdowns at this point after he had a big – I think he had a big week before his bye week two weeks ago, right? Yes. So, um, so yeah, so I traded away Baker – And oh, by the way, we should tell people this is a Superflex Dynasty League – with deep rosters you have to start very minimum deep. minimum three um, you have to start minimum three running backs minimum five wide receivers and a minimum two tight ends and it's a po- it's a half point per rushing first down and a full point per receiving first down and tight ends get an extra 0.5 ppr premium per recept for receptions so uh, yeah so that so that so the the trade was i trade away baker mayfield ty johnson for detroit and Allen Robinson for um, Kyler Murray and Brandon Cooks.
0: Okay. So when I first saw this trade, I actually thought it was interesting. Um, I wasn't quite ready to bail on Baker, but I think Kyler definitely had shown enough to make this move for you. And I thought you bought low on Cooks, which was nice. And I, I really like Allen Robinson. And I like Mayfield. Let's be honest. Tyler Johnson's just a fodder in that in that deal, in my opinion. Yep. yep um. Ty. Ty Johnson. He's just a throw-in. So um. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was a good deal for both teams at the time. And Baker just looks bad, man. I mean, I've been thinking about throwing Rob an offer for Baker just to see how down he is on him, but he's this seems going nowhere this year. So he might as well hold it on and see what goes on.
1: I was a little surprised that I was able to get Kyler because Rob is, he's actually 3-3 and right now, which is pretty amazing um, for his his squad. But I would have guessed that he would have been a bottom three team going into the season. It's early. And it's early, right. But I think he'll end up being in the bottom three of the league. (laughs) The bottom third. (laughs) Yep. So top, you know, bottom, you know. And I'm surprised that, you know, I I like getting Baker Mayfield there. And Baker Mayfield, I'm a huge Baker fan. I love him. But there's something about the Cleveland organization that is throwing up some. I, I'm not enjoying the coaching staff right now. I thought that uh, Monk, was it. Monk or Munkin coming over from Tampa Bay. Yep. Um, I thought they would be have a, their passing game would be a lot more um, innovative and open, and you know, going deep down the field. And and uh, Odell Beckham looks off, and I you know he could be. De- I know at the beginning of the season he was dealing with an injury, um, but still he that they're not clicking, and that offensive line is letting a lot of is has got to the point where Baker's feeling pressure when it's not there. Um, and I still love Baker, but this was, for me, it was like, I think Kyler Murray at, you know, two years younger and his rookie year, he is sh- in that offense. He is showing elite both on the ground and through the air. And I'm just, and they're only going to get better, like more weapons on the, or more on the offensive line, more receiving help. And, you know, I, I was just, uh, I, I, was, I am officially on the Kyler bandwagon.
0: Yeah. I mean, the last, um, the last two weeks too, you're looking at him as the QB two last, uh, this past week and the QB six, the, the week before, like he, the kid's playing, man, he, he's balling out. And, um, I was a little hesitant with just anything Arizona this year, but like in a super flex with Murray, that's the way to go. Um, I, I like the move for you. I thought particularly between those QBs, preseason I would have said that Mayfield was untouchable in that kind of a deal, but I think you also bought really low on Cooks, which I think was a really good move on your part. So, but I also think Allen Robinson yeah, was a nice Robinson, piece in
1: that. He bought he what he caught two touchdowns before the buy, so like yeah, uh, and he was he was looking good. Even you know it was actually helpful for him when uh, Trubisky went down. So yeah.
0: Um, I would even say now, looking at that trade, like there should be picks involved with this to even it out, like after the fact. When the trade went down, when it like we're talking, what two weeks ago? Yeah. Was this two weeks ago? Man, how much things can change. Two weeks ago, like that trade's fine. Looking at it now, after what we've seen with Cleveland, I say there should have been there should be picks now for it to be even. You so, know.
1: So I I was listening to JJ Zacharyson on his uh, transaction podcast today, and he mentioned. um Alright, late late round QB um, podcast. You know, it's definitely go check that out if you're if you haven't heard of him already. But um, he was mentioning how with Baker Mayfield, with the amount of yards he's thrown, he should have like uh, four extra touchdowns. He's just having really bad touchdown luck and, and some of the the picks that he's he's getting, you know, the picks that he's getting uh, throwing are not even his fault, some of them. Um He's had some bad touchdown luck. I could see that regress, or you know, going back towards the mean and having some more t- positive touchdown um, variance. And I, I still, if I would be buying low on Baker all the way, and this is probably the one of the few deals I'd be trading away Baker for, would be Kyler Murray. I, I don't yep, think I would I trade agree. Baker. I don't. I know not Jack or L- Lamar Jackson has looked. LaShawn, is that a slip of the tongue because he looks like a Deshaun Jackson running the ball? But. Um, He's that, you know, just that kind of a weapon when he's, the ball is him. But, um,
0: We're losing you, buddy. Get back I to know. the point. Get back
1: to the point. The point <laughs> is, is that like I I wouldn't trade um, Baker for a Lamar Jackson just because the type of player is, uh, even though he's more of a dynamic weapon, I just like the completeness of Kyler Murray compared to Baker. But maybe a Deshaun Watson I'd trade away Baker for, but I'd have to add more to that. So that that's kind of the only people I'd be trading Baker away for. I, I'm still... Very high on Baker, higher than most.
0: The fact you just said you wouldn't trade Baker Mefield for Mark Jackson right now, uh that's that's atrocious.
1: Uh, I'm I'm just saying I think that injury like there's more. I mean, even though Baker had a wait, injury, were you about
0: speaking. were you about to say injury prone? No, I said he is. We about to say injury prone? Are injury prone?
1: Are not injury prone. They are more likely to sustain an injury compared to other types of quarterbacks.
0: More so, likely to sustain. Doesn't that mean prone?
1: No, no, no. It's just prone. Prone has a lot of baggage involved. I had to be very specific with what I was saying, so, but we were off the rails a little bit. And
0: just uh, just keep talking. Look up the definition of prone. Yeah. Go ahead.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> prone in fantasy football has a totally different meaning than we are going to get in the dictionary. So, um, but and like you said, Brandon Cooks is a great buy low. I think uh, even after last week and how Jared Goff looked last week at home against San Francisco. I'm still I I'd, I'd be sending out tr- trade offers for Brandon Cooks right now I'd be and even Robert Woods Robert Woods is do some positive touchdown um, variants too so because with how many yards he has so I, I still like that Rams offense and you, you, so yeah I, overall I'm still happy with this trade and yeah I mean I'm sad to see Baker go but.
0: so uh, I I can agree that looking out for Cooks and you know, Woods is also like a good buy low but on top of that I would like to say that. The definition of prone is likely to or liable to suffer from, do, or experience something, typically something regret, regrettable or unwelcome. Injury prone. So, like, you said suffer injury. It's, like, literally in the definition.
1: More, I said more
0: likely. Oh, so. more like. Jeez, man. Oh, uh, semantics, dude. But, no, I, um... Yeah, I would possibly be the same person looking at Cooks and Woods right there. Also in a super flex league, it's probably not a bad idea to take a stab at golf right now because people are probably frustrated a little bit.
1: Yeah, I'm not maybe not in a um, a redraft league, but in a dynasty league, I would be definitely uh, looking at trying to get golf for
0: the cheap. I guess see if you're in a super flex redraft league. Oh, Superflex some... redraft, yeah. I I guess might yeah. those, so well I guess about yeah. fishbowl, but well even if you that. like if if you like if you got Goff back and you're trading a stud, but you're getting back, like, stud wide receivers, you know, uh, maybe. I mean, like, I'm all about trading stud QBs to get other parts of your roster up. And I've tried to do that in some weeks, and people aren't biting. So I'll just keep my – I'll just keep Russell Wilson, I guess. So, um, but, yeah. Ready to,
1: yeah, let's, ready to move on to the next trade?
0: Yeah, so the next one also was your trade again, which was – Oh,
1: no, no, we're going to move on to the uh, your trade with uh, Jeff.
0: No, 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 no. All that's right. Kennedy's yeah. trade. Kennedy you're, you're right. and trade bantering barsom. Yes, because he's disrespecting the name. All right. So <laughs> that's right. So Jeff gave up Devontae Freeman, Todd Gurley, Stefan Diggs, Will Disley, and Jace Sternberger for Christian Kirk. MVS, OJ Howard, a 2021st, his own 2021st back, which, which will probably, probably be a top five a top, yeah, top, top five pick. My uh, second round pick, which is going to be the last pick of the second round. Um, da- Dave's second round pick, which would be in the middle, which is typically Dave's spot. Uh-huh. No,
1: and- <laughs> towards the end, towards
0: the end. And then the last pick of the entire draft, which would be the 2024th, which is, oh, sorry, I did it to me. That's Kennedy's uh- pick. <laughs> So yeah, that actually wasn't my second round pick. That was Kennedy's pick. I'm starting to forget my own team name. My gosh. So yeah, so Kenny so Kennedy's gonna be back towards the end. So he got he's got an early first, two late seconds, and a late fourth. Ugh. That was bad. But um so anyways, I mean so what you're looking at is Freeman, Gurley, Diggs, Disley, and a stash uh, tight end. For Kirk, MSV, OJ, Howard, a first and a couple of seconds. That's the main part of the deal. All right? Yep. I thought Kennedy kind of stole this a little bit. Stole. All
1: right. Do you want to, I'll let you go 1st let you go first.
0: All right. So we're talking about from a rebuild standpoint. Jeff's getting Kirk, MVS, Howard, and a first of the made pieces. Those seconds are nice, too. Don't get me wrong. But when you're giving up two starting running backs... And Diggs, now if you think about it, I would rather have Diggs than Kirk or MVS for a rebuild.
1: And we are saying this after Diggs exploded, but I still would not have sold that low on
0: Diggs. Right, 100%. That's what I'm saying too, right? MVS is like, he's like a good wide three who you hope like blows up every few weeks. You know what I mean? Um, Kirk, I'm not as high as Dave is, but he's a good wide two upside Might get to that wide one piece at some point.
1: Let's be honest, Kirk will be on my team before the before the month is over.
0: No, he probably won't. But um, um, now that Kennedy doesn't have him, you might have a chance. OJ Howard, I want nothing to do with. I I just don't know what's going on with that. I Love him as a
1: buy low. I love him as
0: buy low. I yeah, I just haven't seen enough from him yet. Um, I thought Disley was a good pick for like. So let's also talk with this. You're talking about one team that's competing now. And you got another team that's rebuilding. I don't think Jeff got enough in the rebuild here. I think that top five pick is is big. But I guess the other thing too is when you get a top five pick and the guys you gave up are Freeman, Gurley, then that's that that's pretty good. I, that's the part that kills me, you know. So like when you give up two starting running backs, right? And like and you get that top five pick back, that's where I start going okay. Then you throw digs in when you're getting back two lesser wide receivers and I'm not huge in OJ, so I don't know. I mean I I would side with the team that got the bigger package and players that are proven. But that top five pick in a in a super flex league for the twenty twenty draft's pretty nice though too. So in
1: this league, Kendi is a rival of mine. That we're like it's a rivalry league, so each player has a rivalry. So there, after you reach so many rivalry wins after so many years, then there will be a rivalry championship game or a tournament to get an extra a, pot, a side pot that's been that have been building for a couple of years. Which I, I, like, I like that part of the league um, adds a little bit of different element to it. So. As Kennedy's my rival, I did get a little bit of enjoyment that Curly was out the first week they trade for him. That Diggs was on his bench and went off, and that I actually felt pretty bad for Disley that he tore his knee on a non-contact, um, his Achilles on a non-contact injury.
0: Oh, and so that, Freeman had a good game, and he was also on his bench. Yeah,
1: so that, so some, so yeah, depth is good, but sometimes depth in these when you have such a big starting roster, um, it you can lead to tough decisions. Uh, so that that can. That can always be a thing, so I enjoyed that.
0: Or you my, get, or you get depth, and you start at Jordan Howard, and he goes off for three touchdowns. Oh gosh,
1: yeah, exactly, Todd. Everyone, anyway, I think you're, you're going to have a Jordan Howard tattoo by the end of this uh, season. But
0: he's not even on my team anymore.
1: That's right, you just traded. I forgot. But, so my, <laughs> my point about this trade, Todd. I want to say philosophically, if I'm in a rebuild, I don't necessarily want to be trading all of my rebuilt my my ammunition away in one trade. Because exactly. I am so. I, first off, I actually have a lot of fun dealing with Jeff. I have a lot of, I, in my opinion, I have a lot of good luck. I think some, he's won a couple of trades. I won a couple of trades. We we have a good work trade relationship, but which I think is important in any trade, um, in any league is to have good trade relationships. But my thing about Jeff right here is when if you're dealing away, if you want to deal away Devonta Freeman, deal him away in a separate deal. If you want to deal away with Todd Gurley, do it in a separate deal. Digs in a separate deal because. When you're trading to one guy who's a contender, you're not going to get as much in return from him because he's trying to win now. Right. And, you know, Christian Kirk's a great player and a first-round pick's great, but I I might not have given up all of – I might not have given up this entire package for Diggs. Could, you could have taken – you could have taken just Diggs. I'm not sure if I would have taken done this whole entire package for Diggs. I probably would have, but the, my point being is it would have been a decent trade for just Diggs, but – not only was Diggs in it, Disley was in it, Gurley was in it, Devonta Freeman was in it. So that's, how, but I'm a Diggs, am a Diggs truther. So
0: I am too. I, I'm big on Diggs too. Um, my my problem with Diggs is more that I also love Theo, and that, that's where my problems come in. And, so and the
1: offense has been, eh, squeaky, yeah, you know. But I guess the point is, is if and this is my advice I'd give to any you know listener who is maybe not doing well because they've been listening to my advice for too long, um, is that listen to Todd. Yeah, listen to Todd. But when you're trying to rebuild, because as Todd <laughs> told us last week, he doesn't know what it means to rebuild. Um, I don't. I don't. So, so I don't. When you're trying to rebuild, you want to be trying. It's okay to sell at a discount when you're selling, but you do not want to be selling a lot of pieces at a discount to one owner because you're. It's just going to decrease value in return. Do smaller deals with different multiple owners, um, and you're going to have a lot more, be- a lot better luck that way. So,
0: right. Right. And, I mean, the one thing about it is, is like, the one redeeming quality of this trade for him is that he's getting his own first-round pick back, which to a certain degree is, like, I kind of want to know what he lost it for, but I don't want to dive far that back in.
1: He traded um, traded back in to get – it was either the Colts wide receiver or the – or K. Metcalf. It was one of
0: those. Uh, We went in to get Paris Campbell. Paris Campbell. Oh God! All right. Well, that didn't work out. So, but, all right. Next one, Dave. Before we leave, too, I, the
1: problem is, is MV. I'm not high on MVS. I think MVS at best. If, if I was Green Bay, is they want him to be a third wide receiver. He is not. I don't think he's good enough to be a, a number two. Um, and OJ Howard, you you're low on him. He was a uber fish in his first two years in the league and dealt with injuries. Last night, last week was a lowly, something in a positive direction. Young tight ends who can who are multi dynamic and have been efficient in the past. Sometimes they take a little bit longer to break out. Don't give up on OJ Howard. I li- that is the one the one thing besides Christian Kirk in this deal and the first round pick. I like the upside of OJ Howard in a two tight end premium league. So my
0: my issue with OJ Howard in that deal is I don't see him as like as great of a piece for what he gave up. You know what I mean? And, I'm not I'm not saying that OJ Howard isn't like a good buy low candidate. I don't think you're buying low on OJ Howard there. That's what my point is. Yeah, I guess you're right. So, I, I, yeah. So, my other thing about it is is like the two pieces in that deal I like for Jeff are Kirk in the first. That's it. And I'd rather have Diggs than Kirk. And I would say that probably could have done Freeman and Gurley and got a first.
1: I think you just Todd Gurley should have gotten a first round pick,
0: in my opinion. I would not trade Todd Gurley for a first round pick.
1: If I was a contender, I would trade Gurley for first. But that was also before the injury. We knew about the injury him being out. Um,
0: well, the, I mean, he's been tagged with an injury since like the whole season. But you
1: know what I mean. He wasn't supposed. Yeah. to. He, at the time of the trade, D- Gurley was not um, going to be out. Um, I'm ready to move on to your Todd. You're this is officially your trade here.
0: Oh, this um, is this is you, mine.
1: You gave up Curtis Samuel and a uh, a mid 2021st. For no, 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 no,
0: no, 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 no. I say first, I meant second. Yes, second round. Mid-20. Easy. Yeah, mid-20-20
1: seconds Sorry, my, that was my mistake. Okay. I- Mid-20. Tw- that was my bad. I got ahead of myself. And then you got in return. So I'll start over. You gave up Samuel, Curtis Samuel, and a mid twenty twenty second for Austin Eckler and a fourth, a, you know, a, a early fourth, let's say, or mid-fourth.
0: Yeah, whatever. Uh, a fourth round draft pick. Yeah. Um, I actually posted this on a on Dynasty Nerds, uh, the Facebook group. I didn't want to go Twitter with it just because Dave likes to judge me for polls. So I like I went into like no, Facebook. I, see,
1: I like that kind of poll. I, would, I, would, I
0: don't know. I, would I don't know. I don't know. So, anyways, um, I got I got burned. People thought I hated this deal. And to tell you the truth, from a Dynasty perspective. Like, in terms of the longevity of the deal, I probably lost, you know? But I, my, so we start three running backs, right?
1: you can start up to five if you really want to. Right. Four, you can start, realistically, you should be starting three to four a week.
0: Right. So, like, my running backs, my top running backs were Delvin Cook, Chris Carson. I'm drawing a blank on who my third was. Um,
1: It was, was it Jordan Howard?
0: (laughs) Maybe Jordan Howard was my third at the time. Yeah. Yeah, anyways, I I pretty much I had four usable backs, I think. It was it was um it was Cook, oh, Carson, Cole. yep, uh Tariq Cohen, Jordan Howard, and well, Sean McCoy. Yeah. I'm like, Mike, this is not gonna be a good situation for me later on in the year. So I decided to buy into Ekor right now with with Gordon coming back, and the thing about it was when I bought him was he just came off that big sixteen target game. Yep. So you actually said to me that I can't believe you got him for that for, for you should have paid more for him. I thought that I paid I thought that was fair value. If anything I gave I him that. more. You did. You said, said you, you, you you thought that I that I um I got a steal essentially. Which I, I don't think I did. You know
1: I, I was yeah, so I think you know what it was?
0: I th- I think you automatically think that I rip people off, Dave.
1: So, you know what it was? I'm just I'm t- I was tired of the t- the trades happening. I was I was very jealous. <laughs>
0: right? Yeah. So I was upset to get like Curtis Samuel go, but like I needed the running back. So let's put it this way: Who do you see is a better dynasty player, Curtis Samuel or Austin Eckler?
1: Um. So it helps that Curtis Samuel had a big week last week. It's yeah. Help- but be- but before the trade was made, I think. Um, I so I actually messaged which is weird you said that Todd that I said that to you because I messaged Jared and I said that the trade was incredibly equal so I have a hard time thinking that I told so I told Jared I think you're mi- mixing the trades up which I thought you got to steal for I told, I messaged Jared and I thought this was a pretty fair deal so I, I would personally in this format where you have to start five rod receivers in the long term I would rather take the second and Curtis Samuel just because um, it's going to be a good class. And oh yeah, first.
0: yeah. You never said that. You're right. So yeah. oh, it was Kennedy who said that to me. My bad. So, um, yeah.
1: So Curtis Samuel, I I like him. I don't think he's going to be. I think his ceiling is capped with the type of player he is. Um, I don't think he's ever going to be a wide receiver one as an upside. Um, I could be wrong. Um, but I think Eckler, realistically, is probably a high-end RB2. I don't ever see him being a sustained RB1 just because of his size and the opportunity he's going to get going on. I think he's going to be always in that kind of a, have a player like Melvin Gordon ahead of him.
0: I See, that's why I'm fine with it. I, I personally think his floor is a low-end RB2. If anything, he's a high-end RB3, and that's what I like because it's such a volatile position. You know, like, if Eckler went to any team in the NFL, he's going to play due to his versatility. He's he's pretty much like, he reminds me a lot of, like, Rex Burkhead. You know what I mean? a
1: better Rex
0: Burkhead. Exactly, but that's what I mean. He's a better Rex Burkhead, you know? So he's always going to find his way onto the field. With that said, do I think Samuel might have, like, could be a wide one? Do I think he could... Be a high end Y two, yeah. But I rather have the guy that I think could be an RV two for two to three years in a position that's difficult to have, you know, some consistency in. You know, so
1: and, he, and I think he was undrafted free agent Todd, so he's yep. not necessarily he his deal gets over faster than a normal rookie deal gets over with. I think he's a restricted right. free agent after the season. I believe.
0: I think it. uh Yes, I believe he is. Um but the other thing to point, point out about this deal is that Curtis Samuel was my fifth wide receiver too.
1: He was your I thought he was your seventh or something. He or was seventh,
0: my fifth. But, no. Okay. I traded a few other pieces so he became my fifth. So then okay. uh, Deontay Johnson turned into my fifth wide. So now I uh I had to make a move there as well.
1: Okay. No, but so overall I think this is this it's, trade comes down to roster construction and I think it helps both teams and this yeah. is the kind of deal I like to see in, in in leagues because it's fair to both sides. It helps both sides out. Um, Jared's getting, he was in the tank last year. He's gotten, he's got made a lot of shrewd draft picks and trades. He's getting better. Um, and this is the type of deal that, that keeps him moving forward.
0: I think he's in the position to be very scary in two years. Yep. And, yeah. And this
1: is how you build, in my opinion. You take, when you're, when you know that you're not going to make that push to be in the playoffs or at least be a big contender in the playoffs and you have a younger, t- or like a, a younger developing team. This is what I like to do. I like to trade away running backs that are producing, especially one that might be losing his role or a Mm -hmm. big role that Mm -hmm. makes a hot ticket, and you turn that into a younger wide receiver who has a chance for a high upside and draft capital. This is a perfect rebuild move. This is what you do. You trade away running backs because running backs are volatile, like you said, and they they don't – from year to year, I trade running backs almost like a redraft, not even dynasty, so – and this wide receiver, perfect. So I'm, I'm ready to move on, Todd. Good hey, trade on both but sides.
0: but from the other side, in a win now format, I I think Austin Eckler was a great RB three for me.
1: Oh yeah, oh for sure, Todd. And okay. it gives you some depth in case you get an injury down the down the in your if your champion if your your goal to make the champion. I'm trying not to be complimentary here. Um, <laughs> I, I had caught myself in your run sit, to the champion.
0: So sit, say it, David. Say it.
1: Yeah, so. Um, when I get, that, there. When get there, the point <laughs> being is that it help it helps you get some depth, and there Melvin Gordon has had injuries in the past, so I'm not there's no guarantee that he doesn't have another lower body injury at some point. Right. Um,
0: I actually had Melvin Gordon a trading because of that reason.
1: So yeah. um, I think people are forgetting that you know that, yeah it's great to see Melvin Gordon getting more involved in the in the games, but you know I would. If I was a Melvin Gordon owner, I would like to have, see a little bit. I like that split, uh, a nice healthy split between Austin yeah. and Melvin Gordon. But anyway, we, I, I'm ready to move on to the next. Hey, eh, I just
0: gotta say, getting rid of that second round draft pick hurt though. It yeah, hurt.
1: I think yeah, it did. Yep.
0: All right, so the next trade is oh, it's me again. You want to introduce the trade?
1: Yeah. So you. So this is to your rival. And this is this is the trade that I was upset with. Um, <laughs> you gave up. So you gave up Aaron Rodgers, who you've been talking about to me for weeks about how you're trying to sell him, but I wasn't supposed to tell anyone. Um, <laughs> Jordan Howard, Deontay Johnson, um a twenty twenty fourth for and yeah, that's what you gave up, and you got back Kirk Cousins, Mark Ingram, and T. Y. Helton, and a second round pick.
0: My second round pick back. Yeah. yeah. So can
1: I, can I go first here, Todd?
0: I'd love for you to go first. All right.
1: So my problem is I don't mind this deal until – and actually, this is my same thoughts because Jay Powell, who who gave who you made this trade with, he did the same mistake, in my opinion, that Jeff made. And this is – mind you, he went and he traded away Aaron Rodgers again So right after that. um, So this might have been part of his plan. But in my opinion, you don't want to trade a Mark Ingram, who's a good piece. And in a 2QB league, even though Kirk Cousins had struggled that – he was due for a breakout based on the schedule. Um, he was in a lot of people's DFS um, GPPs lineups this week, um, and he delivered. Um,
0: Maybe I thought that. Maybe you, I thought
1: that. So, yeah. So, and Mark Ingram, he's a great, you know, for a two-year window, one, two-year window, great running back. And T.Y. Hilton, yep, yeah, he's getting up there in age, but he's not he's not uh, pushing, you know, he's not out to pasture anytime soon. Um, and the second-round pick. So, i was just done a smaller deal, like... Why did Jordan Howard have to be in this deal? Why, do, why did he have to get Deontay Johnson? Why do you have to get a fourth-round pick and take out, you know, and t- just make it a smaller deal? Aaron Rodgers for Kirk Cousins and Mark Ingram. Or Kirk Cousins and T.Y. Hilton. And that kind of deal. Like, that's what the kind of deal I would want to make. Um, You know what I'm trying to say? Just make it a yeah. smaller deal without the extra. He could well, have saved another piece, in my opinion.
0: This is one of those trades that um was a discussion. Like... I think we went through, I wouldn't say from, like, official, like, counters or anything. I think we might have done, like, two counters officially. But there was, like, it was, like, a good one-day discussion to get this trade finalized. So, um pretty, actually, I remember when I was working out this trade, I told my wife, like, I was with my son and my wife, and we were going to a pumpkin festival. Then afterwards, like, my son was asleep in the car. I'm, like, like, okay, we got to find a place to pull over with, with Signal, because I got to text J-PAL. And then, like, I send the text, and then I'm like, he replied, and Joanne would read me the text, and I would tell her what to type back to him, and like, oh that's why I love my wife to that's death. That's
1: love. That's
0: love. Right yeah. There. So like, so like, she is absolutely the assistant GM in this trade. So I was like, I was like, sitting there, and I'm like, so here's, so here's my piece. I think people are too in Aaron Rodgers right now. However, my thing about Aaron Rodgers is when I have Lamar Jackson and Matt Ryan, and I'm looking to win now, I'm absolutely going to sell aaron Rodgers, especially when i'm in that 2 a hunt right now because i very well have a chance of getting one of the top qbs in the draft next year too so and even if i don't i have Kirk cousins at the third qb right now too so anyways like any sort of way that this shakes out for me in the draft i'm safe with three qbs so i don't like i don't think rogers or cousins are even close to the same level all right no i don't think so either i don't think so either
1: but it this is the kind of thing when you make a deal and you get that kind of lower QB back who has ups. Like, Kirk Cousins has a lot of passing threat weapons.
0: Yeah. Uh, j Powell threw out to me that he either wanted Eckler or Howard in the deal, and I said, throw Howard in there. And he, Eckler or Howard? Oh my God. Yeah. He he was big on Howard right now, and Howard has that starting role, and I think, like, Sanders is more playing like a passing back. So and let's talk about the Hall of Famer, Mark Ingram. So, um, so, um, he's playing like an RB1 right now. I'm saying he's a sell candidate. For me, he's a buy for like what I'm looking at. Because right now, he's looking as my second best running back or third best running back, depending on matchup with him and Carson. So, my running backs went from Cook, Carson, Howard, and McCoy, and Cohen, to Cook, Ingram, Carson, Eckler, McCoy, and Cohen. And I had Mark Walton, too. So, I'm looking pretty good right now with running back. So, Deontay Johnson was hard to trade for me because I love that guy and I love his potential. I just want nothing to do with the Steelers right now. And um, getting back T.Y. Hilton, since we start five wide receivers and he's my fifth wide receiver, I was happy about that. And I got my second round pick back. So, I was able, like, I'm very happy with the haul I got for Aaron Rodgers. Very happy, and this is what I was looking for. And then he went around and flipped them anyways. Yeah, Which you know?
1: I, I, this deal wasn't a terrible deal. Like I said, I if maybe if he just hadn't traded away the you moment, were
0: so mad.
1: I wasn't. I was upset. I had trouble sleeping.
0: You were you were very upset. Like like this is a family show. Like I can't repeat what you said I, in the this text. Is,
1: this is lies. I don't think I said anything outrageous <laughs> in a text message.
0: Oh, it was pretty bad. Okay.
1: Um, it wasn't bad. I think I just said. Oh, you, I think I said you just, you just, you stole that one. That's all I said.
0: I think and screwed over was over screwed. there, and then, and I then said you said it was a tad strong.
1: I said screwed over was a tad strong.
0: I won that trade by a good size margin.
1: So ultimately, so looking at this, breaking it down a little bit more and quickly too. um Mark Ingram, he's had 7 touchdowns through 6 games. I have a hard time seeing him continue this pace of what's that? Put him on a pace for 20 touchdowns basically?
0: Yeah, pretty much.
1: Um I don't see that happening. A uh, 20 touchdowns is a lot. He's getting no, all of the work in the red zone. So it, it's not
0: happening. It's I not think, happening.
1: I think maybe having a couple of 20 game weeks and then in the, you know, 12 a 12, 12 13 point week and a 15 point week, that's more realistic. So he I think he's going to be high end RB2, low end RB1 in yep. the, the season. Um depending on the matchups.
0: Yep. So, and, that, and This is a
1: good time to sell Mark Ingram. Very good time to sell oh, Mark
0: Ingram. Oh, absolutely. And then like I am sorry, like I still see Aaron Rodgers as top 5, top 7 minimum QB and, and super flex, you know. So I I just think he's had some good performances. It's been a it's been a tough go with that team. And
1: I think he made this deal, Todd. Knowing he was going to deal Aaron Rodgers because he is rebuilding, and why don't we just jump right into? Unless you have, do you have something? No, nope, I'm happy. Um. So then he took and he traded Aaron Rodgers away immediately afterwards. Within an out, within two out, an hour and a half, he was on his team. Maybe two hours he was on his team. He traded away Aaron Rodgers and Derrick Henry for Josh Allen from Buffalo, my favorite QB in the NFL, Damian Williams from uh, KC durell also durell williams from kc a twenty twenty third round his own 2023 draft pick so i'll let you react first to this trade talk
0: i didn't like this trade for j pow um now what i do understand what he's trying to do is he's getting younger and he's getting he's attaching his running backs to a good offense so he got a young fantasy driven QB in Josh Allen. By like fantasy driven is like I don't think he's a good QB, but he's good for fantasy. You know, he's like um the running versions of like Blake Bortles, you know. And I, mean, um, I
1: think JJ Powell drafted him. Bring or he traded for Blake Bortles honestly. He he right. likes that type of yeah. that type of QB.
0: Yeah. I mean he puts up numbers, you know. Yeah. So I'm not hating that. I'm hating that in terms of going from Allen from Rodgers cuz I I know that you like you're looking younger and all that, but I also want to see Allen being somebody who might you know is going to be a starting QB for like like 5 years, you know. You know Aaron Rodgers has got at least four good years left in the tank and he's going to start. Now, what the thing is you're saying is Derrick Henry is a guy who's fed the ball. I'm not high on Tennessee's offense, but Dame, getting both Williamses from KC, I rather have Henry. But I don't disagree with this thought because he's attaching himself to a dynamic offense. So I don't like the trade for J. Powell. I do like the trade for Sad, who's who's right in the hunt of like competing this year, but at the same time. I don't like the trade for J. Powell, but I'm not going to say it's a bad trade.
1: So I think this trade should have been made without Derrick Henry in the trade and it would have been fine trade. I think Aaron Rodgers is good enough to get you Josh Allen and Damian Williams in return. And Darrell Williams is a just fodder for me. I don't think he's anything special going forward, and I don't think a third round draft pick moves this trade either way. So I think Aaron Rodgers is enough for Damian Williams and Josh Allen.
0: I, the only thing I'm going to say is just because you're saying it's fodder. I don't think that because I do think that when Darrell had opportunity, he produces. And, and it's I,
1: Casey's offense. Like, it's just right. next man
0: up. But then you have the next man up.
1: Yeah. Okay. But if I'm rebuilding, this goes back to my original point. If I'm rebuilding, I do not want running backs. I'm trading away my running
0: backs. That's true. And also in a rebuild, too, with, with Darrell right there, it, it doesn't really matter. That's a good point. But, yeah, I mean – I, I I would say maybe not Henry, but I do think there's another secondary piece that should be yeah,
1: involved. Okay, I'd trade away tra- Jordan Howard. <laughs> right.
0: Or maybe, or maybe <laughs> Henry uh. Henry for Jordan Howard. Or maybe include Dontrell Hilliard. Is she worth anything?
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, that's the. All right, so this <laughs> is this is where we're. All right, so I think we both agree that was a win for Jay pa- I mean, I like Jay win, pa- I, 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 I think, I think
0: win that's win a win for, for Sad.
1: Yeah, win for Sad. The, the player, the person who got Aaron Rodgers here. I don't hate what Jay Powell did in getting Josh Allen, even though I'm not a Josh Allen fan. But for fantasy, and this is a rushing first down league, um, I'm not gonna. I'm trying to not let my bias influence me in this. In this, um, because I am extremely biased about Josh Allen. Um, it, it just it goes against my philosophy in dynasty. I don't want to build. I don't. If I'm rebuilding, I don't want to build rebuild through running backs, and I don't want to. Yeah, that's about it.
0: That's yeah, about pretty it. much. I don't
1: want to. Yeah, so.
0: All right, next trade, Dave. Next trade. All right, I got it. So yeah. this was Dave's trade. Dave gave up. Wait, Am I reading that right? Dave gave up Corey Davis. Wow. All right, so Dave gave up Corey Davis, the wide receiver
1: one in the NFL,
0: <laughs> in a twenty twenty first. So it's probably like a like a mid to late first.
1: I think anyway, the worst it could be is eight. The best could be is six
0: or, f- at, or five. Best could be five. Yeah, best it could be five, and then you received DJ Moore, my boy DJ Moore. So I guess I'll react first since I'm the first one here. Uh, since <laughs> since it's since it's your trade, I mean, um, I think at first I thought you gave up a little much, but now I'm thinking about it. Is DJ Moore worth a late? first 2020 and he absolutely is and Corey Davis sucks so <laughs> sure that's fine because I was looking at Corey Davis and I was looking at the first and I was like is that really enough you know and like the whole thing with DJ Moore is that like I think he's played well he just hasn't stood out to me like I think Curtis Samuel could outplay him like DJ Moore has not proven to be the wide one there. I think him and Samuel could compete for who is the one and who's the two in that team still. So that's the only thing about DJ Moore and I own DJ Moore in two weeks. So I'm, I'm like I'm riding that out. So um, yeah, I mean, I think that the price is pretty much where it's supposed to be. I just think that I don't know if I would have sold a first-round draft pick for DJ Moore, but I'm also super high on this draft. Yep.
1: So basically, I think I th- realistically because I think three QBs are going to go in the top six. I'm going to say I'm just treating this as a, a this what three QBs? Oh, in the top sorry, in rookie draft.
0: Sorry, sorry. I thought you just said the world. The word all QBs are top six. No, no, three QBs. Okay, no, no, no. Three makes sense. I thought you said. Oh, I was like, who are you putting in the top six? All right, know. go ahead. So I'm, I'm, with QBs you, David. Let's Go
1: in the top six, and then I think anywhere from three running backs would go off the board off that, and then one mm-hmm. receiver, Henry Ruggs. It looks like right now, and maybe people might be still on Jerry Judy, but I think Henry Ruggs is the is the popular pick right now after he had some highlight plays last week. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got him in Devi. Yeah, so my thing is, is Henry Ruggs or not Henry Ruggs, sorry. Um am I, wait, is that am I saying Henry Ruggs or no, CeeDee Lamb, taught, sorry. CD Lamb is the number 1. That my bad. My mistake. CD Lamb, the who balled out. Everyone's calling him a more athletic DeAndre Hopkins at this point. Um is lo- right now looking to be the first um the first pick it for wide receivers and I thought to myself, do I want to wait a year or two for CeeDee Lamb? Well, not weird, Because I have to wait till the end of the year. Then I have to draft him. Then another year, maybe two to develop. So like a two-and-a-half-year window. Or get DJ Moore now, who's already been developing for a year and a half. And in my opinion, was an elite wide receiver prospect coming out. And I said, I'll, I'll take the wide receiver prospect.
0: So for me...
1: I'll, ta- I'll take DJ Moore, who's already had that gestation period of development.
0: So I would say... The for wide receivers, I would take over more in this upcoming draft. I would take Judy Lamb or Rugs over more.
1: Okay, and that's just like-
0: over that, but like I'm saying, like this is where things come into like, you know how how we view things. You know what I mean? So it doesn't mean that like that needs to be what you do, but like I just don't see, I don't see myself looking at dj more worth something where i could be getting these other guys that i'm higher on right now you know okay so So, but but at the same time like i know where you're coming from and i think that's i think it's a fine move i don't think it's a bad move i just i wouldn't have done it What i'm saying
1: it was very so i posted it it was actually probably one of my most interacted tweets on twitter in a long time um it was very well received except for one one guy who's a big d or curtis samuel fan he's like oh you should have done you could have given up half of that and gotten Curtis Samuel I was like okay but I didn't really have a price for half of that and I don't like doing two for ones I like to be the one getting the bigger the better the best player in the deal so I don't want to you know and that being said I what I did to get this first I trade away Marlon Mack to get this first round pick So and that was a tough p- play for me I was on the fence because I still like to think that I'm competing this year um, and a running back like Marlon Mack is a player that would be helpful for me to competing but i i couldn't turn down that pick at the time so what would i would rather have would i rather wait or i'd rather compete now and get dj moore and dj moore has been the wide receiver one in this offense so far he for, from a target share basis he's his problem is he's only scored one touchdown um if he had just the he I think he's expected to have like another two more touchdowns based on his receiving yardage so if he had those two those two other you know a little bit better touchdown luck well, this would be a whole different story. His, right. target sh- his target share has been very, it's like 23% of that Carolina um, offense. He's usually the first wide receiver target in the game. I feel like um, at least the majority you know, this is the games that I've seen. I just, you know, I'm going to go to, I'm going to pound the table, age adjusted production. He broke out at Maryland at 18 years old. He had an extremely high college game dominator. He had, ext- he had a great uh, market share of that offense. And he was a, He tested extremely, extremely well at the combine. He is across the board a great athlete, and he's and um, he's young. He's only twenty two years old, and he's already doing. He's already he's on pace for like uh, eleven 1, hundred and thirty three yards, you know as a twenty two year old in the NFL. Yeah, and, and and he had two weeks of Cam a bad Cam Newton, and you know a a, a Kyle Allen who looks promising but it took them a little bit while to get on the same page.
0: I'm not even trying to say it's a bad trade. I, no, I'm just I'm saying, not... yes. for for me, like, like yes, he's playing very well for a 22-year-old. I'm not going to say that. I'm just saying that those three wide receivers, I'm saying, I'm saying that that's, for those three, I think that's, like, rare that those three are in the same class.
1: Can you say what three wide receivers you'd have over him again?
0: Judy, Lamb, and Ruggs.
1: Yep. so I'd take CeeDee Lamb over him right now. For sure. Yep. Um I don't there
0: But if you asked me this at the beginning of the season, was it the same thing too, by the way?
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, I'd probably take CeeDee Lamb over him. For me, it was just in, in a vacuum as far as prospects are concerned. Yep. CeeDee Lamb definitely has a lot higher upside. I still love DJ DJ Moore's the thirteen uh, and DLFs. What, um, October ADP, he's the 13th wide receiver in drafts, Todd. He's the 13th wide receiver off the
0: yep. Well, here's the other thing I was gonna say too is is that the other thing that makes it important to point out is his landing spot. Like those three guys that I'm talking about, we have no idea what their situations are gonna be. He could
1: get he could blow out his ACL. Have you yep. been? Well, eight, so could DJ Moore too. Um, he went ahead an injury scare, and I and I texted the group message like, figures, I trade for him, and he and he goes an yep. in injury. But, but the
0: but my point being is that. Even with a healthy Cam Newton, that's not exactly like you know. Healthy Cam is obviously an upgrade. Kyle Allen's been very good. He's been very good, he's you know. And then even the even the backup to that role is Will Gear. You know what I mean? So like, it's not really like he's not in a bad situation with the QB, no matter who it ends up throwing the ball to him. So like, yeah, I mean, that's something to be said and being able to be safe, like. QB's definitely influence a wide receiver's value. I don't know if you agree with that, but oh, that's what at I juju think. Juju, right now.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: You know. So um, yeah, I bought low on him, and then like now we're on, oh, now we're on QB three. It's rough. So um, yeah, but anyways, so yeah, those are the major trades, and I got uh, Dontrell Hilliard for a third round draft pick. Ugh. You. I can't believe that happened. That's great. So, anyways, um, ready for
1: some rapid fire, Todd. I'm ready for some rapid fire. We got about 10 15 minutes here. Let's get through our stuff real quick. Okay, if, let's do want to do waiver wires first or streamers
0: first? Let's do streamers first. All right,
1: all right. Who's your QB streamer for this week?
0: So, my QB streamer for this week is Dave's favorite Josh Allen, and he's oh, so technically, I say it's it's 50% or lower, but he his ownership's 51. Um, He's coming off a bye, too, right? So coming off a, a buy, yeah. So and then start anyone against Miami and three other guys I like in order would be Brissett first, the Texans. I like uh, Kirk Cousins at the Lions and the deep, deep, deep pick. If you're if you're if there's nothing there, is Daniel Jones in a bounce back game against Arizona?
1: Yeah, I feel like the streamers this week are pretty chalk. Um, we agree. My streamers are Brissett um, at home versus Houston. Um, Houston has a great run defense so I could see them being forced to throw the ball a bit more and then you know Malik Moran getting maybe uh, not having as much success on the ground and also there's always that rushing for for Jacoby. so mm-hmm. that so you could maybe see a little bit better volume because also Houston is very good at throwing the ball too um, H- Houston is getting some more players back after or not Houston sorry Indy's getting a couple of defensive pieces back after the bye so they might have a little bit stutter defense um, going forward, but I still could see this game being a shootout that could work well in Brissette's favor. Yep. And then quickly, Daniel Jones, uh, we were really – I got really high on him after being really low on him after his first game. And it was really – You smart. caught the fever. I caught the fever, and that now afterwards I'm, I'm back to being like my – go with my initial reaction. That being said, I don't think you can judge what Daniel Jones did against New England. New England's made a lot of people look bad, uh, but it has been incredibly – um, pleasing for me as a Pats fan to watch the Pats destroy Josh Allen and Daniel Jones. Um, that, oh yes, it was said, fantastic. That was just for me as, because I don't like those QBs. It was fantastic, but yeah. a- he's versus Arizona this week. That could be a shootout with a large rushing floor for Daniel Jones. Um, that's a that's I, I, I agree with you as a uh, deep dynasty streamer yeah. or not dynasty streamer, or reject streamer.
0: So, um, for tight ends in in my guillotine league, I'm targeting this guy for two cents because I don't see anyone buying him. Is Dawson Knox?
1: He's been very popular around the edges. I've heard a lot of rumblings about Dawson
0: Knox. I, I yep. Dawson Knox had some had a little bit of um had a little draft hype to him, and the reason I'm picking him is like he's starting to get more targets. But it's pretty easy. He's playing Miami. <laughs> you know, if you're playing Miami, I want to play you. So I like Dawson Knox. And then uh, Darren Fells. I think Darren Fells has finally proven that um, if you're looking to uh, stream a tight end, I mean, Darren Fells caught two touchdowns. He's caught touchdowns in previous weeks, too. Um, clearly, Watson's starting to trust him. So I guess Indy, which is not a bad defense, but not a great defense. Um, and I mean, Knox is owned it 8% of weeks, and Fells owned at 4% of weeks. So both those guys are options. I personally say between Knox and Fells, it's not even close to me. I go with Knox.
1: Okay. All right, I would. So I, my, I also my streamer would have been Darren. We didn't talk beforehand, so my number one option would have been Darren Fells. He's actually, I couldn't believe how old he was. He's like thirty three years old. Yeah. Um. He's a journeyman. He is a journeyman, and I always get him and Daniel. Dan is it Daniel Fells There's another Fells? I think he's in Detroit right now or something. Yep. I get them confused. But I, I, was shocked. I was looking up his stats. Fells has been has a seventy one percent snap share right now. Yep. In Houston, that was incredibly high. Um, I think. You know that that are, that could be end up being a shootout in Indy, um, and he's had two games over five targets. Which, when you're streaming tight ends, if you you know that's that's pretty. That's unfortunately that's where streaming tight end streaming has come to. And he's had a lot of red zone work. I think he's had four red ro- red zone re- receptions. Yep. So that's the kind of guy that I like to go after. And he's a basketball player, and you know how everyone gets uh, all juicy for those uh, basketball tight ends. So absolutely, man. And then my floor like. If I want a floor tight end, like, I have a really good lineup and I just need some kind of points at tight end. In a tough matchup, I'll go Jack Doyle, get you three or four receptions in a PPR league, and then a couple yards, and maybe he gets a a touchdown. You know, that's the kind of – that's if I want just a bare floor Jack Doyle.
0: All right. So uh, what about your waiver guys, Dave?
1: So I think we should – first off, we should say – would you agree with me that no-brainer ads for you are Jameson Crowder, Hunter Henry, and Auden Tate?
0: Say again one more time. Jameson Crowder.
1: I, well, Hunter Henry obviously is a no-brainer, right?
0: Hunter Henry shouldn't have been dropped in leagues anyways. Yeah,
1: yeah. so Hunter Henry... He. I actually picked him up in two leagues this week, this week. I couldn't believe it. Hunter Henry last week. So Hunter Henry, Jameson Crowder and odd tate those are all people oh, yeah people yep. I think that should be they, over anyone we mentioned we should those guys should be on they've
0: tate. already should have been gone last week yep. it anyways so yeah if they're for some reason still there that's insane so um yeah so for me uh another for like must adds at this point i'm just gonna say jacoby percent i i am totally yep. ready to just roll jacoby as my starting qb in a one qb league and then take those stud qbs i have And trade them for positions that are more valuable. You know, because let's say Brissett gets hurt or Brissett has a bad matchup, there's going to be options on there for you to go and start, opposed to going to find a third wide that doesn't exist or like finding that RB2 that doesn't exist. There's always going to be QB options. And I think Brissette has has proven that he could be good enough to lead you to a championship if you want to move your QB for bigger pieces. Yep. So, and then my other guy who I picked up in weeks, I picked him up in one league last week, and then you got him in a league because I forgot to put in a claim for him, was Chase Edmonds. Oh gosh, I love Chase Edmonds. I was so mad that you got him. I was like, I didn't put in a claim for him, this is what happens when you do too many weeks. Sometimes you forget to do things. So, um, yeah, Chase Edmonds is owned at 34% of leagues. And I can't believe it's that low. It's nuts, Dude. And, like, I mean, he's he's hit, he's gone over double digits for two weeks now, and he's got the Giants as his next game. Go get him. There's got to be somebody you can cut to go get him. Um, and another guy I think is getting close to that is um, – actually, no, those are my two. I was going to say Geronimo Allison, but I, that's only because I don't know if Devontae's injury is going to come be. back.
1: Is Geronimo Allison – he had a concussion. He got a concussion. He might not be back. Who knows? Yeah, I
0: forgot about that. That's why um, I did this before the last night's game. Yeah. So, anyways um, – but, can I
1: mention? Can I add something on Chase Edmonds before sure. we go? Um, so he's up to a twenty-five percent snapshot the last three weeks, like for an average. So that's pretty significant for a running back. It has a little bit. That gives you a little bit of floor. He's. If you, I'm not a big eye test guy. That being said, but um, he's been making big plays the last couple weeks. He had two touchdowns over the last two weeks. And he's catching the ball. He's and when he he looks like a better runner, just just a better, more explosive runner than David Johnson right now. I'm not saying he's a better overall running back or anything, but anecdotally, I think Chase Edmond has looked. I think he's going to start cut getting a little bit more of that rushing offense in Arizona, um, rushing share, but just because David Johnson has become, uh, he's always he's been for a long time, but just his his receiving diamond his receiving ability has been off the charts. His, yep. his plays he's making catching the ball in that offense has been amazing. And I could see them, you know, Arizona continuing to use him and letting chase Edmonds get the ball a little more, try to keep David Johnson healthy, keep him fresh, going down the stretch. Um, yeah. So I, I, like chase Edmonds as a floor play too, Todd. So that's, what I just want to add in there.
0: Yeah. And the only other guys for waivers that I want to throw in. So like guys that are available for 25% or less, that I think that might be good. So if you're in a deeper league. Um, I would say Dawson Knox. I think that he's rosterable. Not just a stream. Because like I said 8% before. And Benny Snell. I mean I know there's a bye week coming up with the Steelers. I mean Connor with a quad injury. That could linger a little bit. Snell is a good player. I, I think the problem with Snell is like he had some really good production. Uh, had three really really successful seasons in Kentucky. I You know being behind. Uh, Connor and Samuels is probably the only thing that made people not as high in Snell and rookie drafts as it is. But if Snell gets an opportunity to run the ball, he could be effective. And he's available. Good
1: in the fourth quarter last week.
0: He's owned in 2% of leagues right now. So I would say that if you have an opportunity to stash somebody and you got somebody you're just like you're sick of and you want to. Deeper benches. Deeper bench. I mean, I think Benny Snell is definitely somebody to uh, consider
1: or if you have Connor on your team, I think he becomes a priority.
0: Oh, 100%. Because you 100%. had
1: that quad injury. I think he's going to be fine coming out of the bye. But just he's been nicked up in almost every game it feels like. So, I think Yeah,
0: quads and hammies can you know, uh quads, hammies and feet, man. Those things always tend to re-aggra- re-aggravate themselves.
1: So, my thing, Todd, for my my Weber wires is I had Chase Edmonds and my thing. my thing is just I am. I'm ready to start stashing running backs at this point. I think we've picked over a lot of those. Um, the way, you know, like the DJ Charks have been picked up. The um, you know, uh, Ch- Terry McLaurins have been picked up. You know how there's been those like those players at the first two weeks that become major mm-hmm. factors. For mm-hmm. weeks? Most of those guys are gone now. Let's, safe, safe to say. Even Auden Tate, he should be gone by now. Um, that being said, it's time to start thinking about. What happened? Looking, if you're trying to build towards the playoffs or just to some depth, I want Tony Pollard, Alexander Madison. We already said Chase Edmonds, Raekel Armstead. I want them on my teams because those are rushing offense that usually they, they stick to that one primary ball carrier. If Leonard Fournette, who has injury history, goes down, Raekel Armstead could be a lead. I hate I'm going to use the uh, the team league winner. I think that's cliche, but he'd be in a significant piece for you down the stretch. If if um if Fournette misses a game. Same thing with with Zeke. If he misses a game, Tony Pollard. Not only was he good running the ball, he has some receiving, dyna, or um, upside too. Alexander Manning. We talked about him last week, but he's up to twenty percent snap share. He's starting to make big plays, and he's only gotten one target. So if Cook, heaven forbid, because we're both in on him big time, Todd. Yep. If Cook was to get injured. I think Alexander could pick up that receiving. Um, could get some more rece- receptions and. My last guy, Todd, is Nikhil Harry. For me, is almost a must add, especially if you. Oh yeah, yeah. If You have an IR spot on your on your team or on your league. Nikhil Harry, if he's not already stashed, for some people, he's a must add. After injuries of Josh Gordon, Hammy injury for Philip Dorsett, even though he's back this week, for limited um, so far. Um, Edelman has a very rough playing style. Very, it very could make him injury uh, susceptible to an injury. Um, <laughs> almost slipped again there but uh so i just love Nikhil harry was my wide receiver more likely to
0: suffer an injury you're saying
1: yes you took the words right out of my mouth um oh prone okay so Nikhil harry um i think he's still the wide receiver one they've had a lot of wide receivers have flashed this year but i still love if Nikhil harry gets some kind of opportunity in that offense watch out he could he could make a difference for a lot of teams if he could as a as a guy coming off the bench and some wide receiver depth. And that's not a lot of guys out there right now that are wide receiver depth. So, yeah, that's it.
0: Could you do me a favor? Can this be yeah. the last time you talk about Nikhil Harry? I'm starting to feel like you're starting to give us some David Wilson vibes, and I'm not appreciating that as, as uh, a Pats no, fan.
1: No, 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 no. Nikhil Harry, he's an age-adjusted uh, player. He's And so – David Wilson had some was a one type of player. Todd, Nikhil Harris was even returning punts in college. He was getting ball in the hand, getting uh, the ball on jet sweeps and stuff. Dynamic player, just the kind of guy in a Patriots offense that I'd like to see, and I'd like to see on my fantasy team. I have him everywhere in Dynasty, and he's a great ad this week because you're, if you don't pick him up this week, I don't think he's gonna be available for you next week.
0: Fair enough. All right, David, tell the people where to find us.
1: All right, you can find us at, at tail 2 rivals on Twitter. Um, please reach out to us. We'd love the interactions. We, we actually got to some questions we didn't get to this week. And then you can find me at uh, FF underscore Spaceman on Twitter. And uh, yeah, Todd, where can I find you?
0: So I am at FF underscore Banterman on Twitter. And uh, hit me up with your questions or thoughts or banter. If you'd like to start a spirited debate or argument, I am down um but yeah no dave i had a lot of fun uh talking about my winning trades and uh how how'd you feel about today's show dave well,
1: you know it was a li- i got a little bogged down there's too much positivity your way um and i you know i hate criticizing other owners or like what i didn't like about trades but it was fun it was fun to talk dynasty
0: absolutely it was fun to talk dynasty all right so we're at tail two rivals and we'll catch you next time stay classy san diego You really hated my trade with J-PAL. Just admit it. (laughs) Just admit it. You know I'm going back-to-back, Dave.
1: I do not admit that.